Okay, 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 okay. Now we're ready to go. Uh, music, awesome. Music's done. I know we're, what, five days past Daytona where stuff's happened, but we're here. Um, I don't have anything in the last video. My computer restarted. I don't have any analytics. I think it was like 25, maybe 30 views in the last video. Um, I don't think anybody commented or whatever, but Daytona. One. There was one scammer in there oh. again, but it, yeah, that's how it goes. Yep. Yeah. Um. Other than that, Boston Daytona. It was good. Um, uh, a lot better than I expected it to be. I'll give you that. Had some controversy with some wheels. Um, I think. I think the wheels and I would say the rims, but the rims are a part of it. But the wheels itself is a whole problem. Um, I guess we can go into that. Kaz Grala and Justin Haley both got penalized for improper wheels or improper installment of wheels, whatever NASCAR said. On a, yeah, mounting them wrong or something. Penalized were, should, what'd they say? Improper attachment. Yeah, and then they four championship point events for both teams. Crew chief. But I, is Kaz Grala the colleague or Kaz, Justin Haley? No, Justin Haley. Kaz Grala is. Oh, did they? Yeah, Kaz Grala. I think it was the one and done. That was that was um, Mayweather's team. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Justin Haley. They they appealed it. So their full team is at uh, Auto Club this this coming weekend, and I saw an interview. The owner says they think they've got a pretty strong case. Uh, you know, I'm sorry act. if you were improper. Did you see hear anything like that before? Improper wheels, maybe a lug nut, but the still car is still raceable. One lug nut, you right. mess it up, you're done. It's exactly. gonna you're gonna have that problem. And another issue is the the the, the rims coming apart. When the when the you you notice that when the lug nut it, that one rim came, it completely came apart the rim did yeah it was underneath the car it's yeah. aluminum it's gonna it's gonna fall apart it's not steel where it's gonna bend right so I'd like I'd like to hear some specifics but it sounds to me like they may have if you if it's possible that they may have cross threaded it um somehow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. But how how you gonna violate somebody for cross turning a wheel and suspend them for for events? That's not on them. Well, this is NASCAR's like said, design. Are, yeah, they are appealing it. Uh, you know, before if you missed a lug nut, in fact, they went what the last they went away with were, it. It, it. It was up to them. If you miss a lug nut, that's on your discretion to come back in, fix it, or yeah. you race with it. Before, yeah, and still with but four, even, you could still race. And even yeah. if you had a loose a loose wheel out there before, you had enough time to get back get back in to get a loose wheel loose wheel fixed. With this one, you can't. It appears, there's there's nothing. The wheel you get a loose wheel. You, by the time you realize that your wheel's coming off, they need to. I know they put a lot of money in this. Go back to the old way because it, why fix something that didn't need? Another thing I saw. Not broken. Yeah. Another thing I saw when well, the tire they're looking at the the short pit times. So, well, I mean, they they and now that 
goes to the next problem, and I'll let you finish, Brian, but yeah. the next problem is they're not giving the gas man enough, enough time. time, so I think that's going to be the next uh, modification is some kind of different gas tank where it drains well, you know, faster. Two things is, before all that, is even when the cars got flat tires, they couldn't go anywhere. The car was hitting the ground. They couldn't move. Yeah. And on top of that, I heard in Daytona, it was some, maybe it was an interview, you know, whatever. They said NASCAR slows down the gas tank. There's a um, restrictor in there. So, baffle, yeah. yeah, so there might, they might change that. But I think tires are going to be a huge talking point for a while until there's not much rubber. Like before, there was enough rubber to keep the car up and going. Now, once it's flat, you're stuck. You, they couldn't move. And that was my comment uh, uh, before the show about the interliners. Because before, if, if, if the tire went flat, you had the interliner to rely on enough to get you around the track to pit road. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, they do. I think Chase Elliott asked about it, and they said the interliner was still good when he, he had a flat tire this past week. So okay. they do, but it's, it doesn't matter. There's, there's maybe an inch or two on that rim to the, rim to the you know, con- uh, track. Now, right. before, there was enough time. Like, I don't know. It just seems to me that tire is a big problem. Almost like the, almost like the low-profile tires you see people putting on cars nowadays on the streets. There's no tire there. I said this when we started the podcast. I said this new tire was going to be a big issue. Yeah. Um, and it is. And it's not going to stop. No. Um, I, they, I mean, uh, yeah, you got an 18-inch versus a 15-inch wheel, which means you're taking an inch and a half off of the tire size. And that goes to what you said, Brian, where if it goes flat, you're stuck. Yep. You don't have that extra... Because before when it went flat, at least you had that extra, you know, another inch or so of inner liner in there that could keep the car off the track. And now you don't have that. No, I, yeah, this. I was surprised um, when Harrison Burton went over. I didn't realize how sealed the underside of that car yeah, is. Yeah, uh-huh. It looks like a damn toy car. How flat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they they encased the bottom pretty well. I don't know if that is for aerodynamics or or what. Well, as a driver, that would if if I'd have known that, it scared the shit out of me because there's no drag under there. Nope. And you go over, you know, yep. it just seems to me less resistance, the more opportunity you have to go airborne. And I, still I was s- surprised after seeing that that Harrison was the only one that did go over. Yeah. Um. Nice little segue, I guess. Uh, I was surprised how well the cars held up in crashes. I, you know, we were, they were we were worried about the crashes from you know the uh, Coliseum when Joey Logano, I think, was a Joey crashed. Someone he crashed. Was one of them. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I think it was a uh, he crashed in the duels. And I was yeah. surprised how well that car didn't crumble like I figured it would. Didn't he have to still go to a backup? Yes. Yeah, he was. That car was totaled. And he still did well, I think. Yeah, he did. He performed well. I don't know if he finished well. Uh, Find the car as racy as the old cars on on the restricted plate on Daytona. I mean, they look good together. But it was, uh, whereas before, uh, I think I noticed it more in the in the duels than I did in the in the main race. Um, when they 
lost the draft, they had a, a single car could catch up to the draft if they were running right. Uh, but it was harder, you know. And uh, another thing I noticed with the cars, and I, this is this has been an issue before. I know that, but with, with the bump drafting. But it seemed the bump drafting on the top, when they're on the top row, I've seen it, we saw it with several drivers during the race, they would get loose too quickly on the top, coming out the curve. That, well, these, I think the car is designed with, with Toyota, Ford, and Chevy. They, didn't, they don't match up bumper to bumper well. Right. Like before, right. they kind of were. Now it's not. Unless it, the Fords were dominating. When they were together, you weren't catching them at all. Right. And when Toyotas did match up, they kind of did, but there is nothing when you I noticed at least when the Fords were together, psh, it was over. Yeah. They 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 meshed well together. Chevys couldn't stick together. They tried many times. I think the Toyotas were the only ones that could possibly catch up, but the Fords were the only ones that right. stuck to web, together well just to push and stick together like it was they did the I think their cars were the best dynamically for Daytona. And it shoot. They Joey Logano was the one that said it, and he said bump drafting or just tandem driving with these cars was like trying to stack marbles. He, he said it was really, really tough to. You, you could not. Before you could put a part of your bumper, you know, and stay to the right side or whatever and stay there. He said there's. Right. You're just constantly going, you know, yeah. back because you can't. You couldn't hold position. Yeah, I think that was uh, Keselowski's problem. He was so used to the old car trying to do it. Keselowski's problem was the cement boot he had on the right foot. <laughs> I'm sorry, he that boy. He mu- he should have just had a snowplow on the front of that thing, the way he was plowing through people. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't know whether he was trying to be the big boss and get the first win for his new company, or I just think he was way overzealous. So he he put he's got three or four drivers just are pissed. Yeah, at him. I don't know if you I don't know you guys know, on YouTube NASCAR has a radioactive where they they go through all the radio comms and stuff. Man, it, they were ripping. Uh, oh, during Keselowski. the race they were ripping him apart. Denny Hamlin's like, "What the fuck is he doing? He's a fucking idiot." Yeah. During the race, like they, they weren't holding bra- back, and then obviously Harrison Burton's like, "Dummy, you can't push to the back right." You know when he got flipped. Oh, Blaney was pissed at him. None, um, oh yeah, and, and he was mad at Cindric too for pinching him up into the wall right there at the end, throwing the block on him. I. I can't blame Cindric for that. You, no, hell a, no. You know, at the last lap, you're going to wreck your mama to, to win. <laughs> you know, I don't care. But, uh, and Blaney still crashed across the line for fourth spot. So. Oh, my God. Oh, how close was Bubba to winning? I would have been irate. <laughs> when he uh, was so close, because of that, if he would have won, mm. we would have never heard the end of it. No, no. Never. As it is, they're, we're, they're, we're, they're still talking about how Cedric pinched Bubba behind the yellow line. He should be penalized. I know. I don't care. I'm, I, I don't think that's what it was. I don't. It, that wasn't on purpose. I was just racing for the win, and Cedric's me, coming off the wall from that block. So, it, I agree. See, to me, 
and, and I can say this in a blanket statement, and I mean it. To me, Bubba Wallace is nothing more than a Michael Waltrip with a chip on his shoulder. That's it. I'm, I'm tired of Bubba Wallace everywhere you look. Now Netflix is, I mean, I watched that. good for him. He's getting all this attention, but I want to know what he's getting the attention for other than the obvious. Yeah. You know? It's funny because I was seeing an interview. He's mad he didn't win and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're lucky you're even there. And I got into an argument on Twitter with a guy because somebody tweeted about Bubba Wallace is going to you know, be in the top five. I'm like, the only way he's ever been there because the whole – Whole field has crashed out. And he's and so he tweeted back at me after the race. He's like, I told you Bubba Wallace would be there at the end. I'm like, yeah, but 30 other cars crashed for him to be there. Well, he ran up front all day. Yeah, he got lucky where he was at with other crashes, but other 30 cars have crashed. If they were there, he would not be second. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I liken both of Bubba's win or close wins to Michael Waltrip's wins. Yeah. He won at Talladega being Bubba because of a rain delay. That rain could have easily rain. been All right. continued. A la Michael Waltrip. And he won, got this really good finish at Daytona because of a major crash. A la Michael mm-hmm. Waltrip. Major crashes. It wasn't just one. It was 30 other cars had the crash for him to be in that position. If you remember Daytona, I mean, if you probably guys didn't watch it last year because you're on and off, go watch the highlights of July race of Daytona last year. He was running 20th, okay? And two major crashes happened in the last 10 laps, and he finished second, actually third, and then second got disqualified for a improper car. So he finished second, and then he was mad after the race saying Toyota needs to work together and we, so we can finish and blah, blah, blah. No one's helping me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, motherfucker, you were running 20th at 10 laps to go. And you only got where you were. He got lucky going through the crash and finished third. But he was all mad because he couldn't win because there's no Toyotas helping him push. I'm like, you were lucky you even got there. Yeah. Just like I said, mm. this week will be another test for him. I don't want to beat up on him too bad because I know he is trying with whatever talent he's got. But we were just discussing before the show, his best finish at California is 20th, and his average is 25th in two races. Not to so, mention, he just spun out in practice, so. Yeah, he did. He just spun out in practice, so. Not not doing too hot, but a lot of people are spinning out, so. But, you know, his his is coming out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't R- say Ricky I don't. Stenhouse is another yeah, one that. To give Bubba credit. I'm not a Bubba fan, and I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. But a lot of drivers have been lucky enough and had cars good enough to run up front, a run in the top 10 at tracks like Talladega and Daytona, and, and have decent finishes. And so give him credit for having, having the ability to use what he had and be up there and, and avoid the wrecks. Okay, that's all part of Daytona. That's all part of Talladega. If you're able to, to, to keep your car clean, just being and, lucky and, is a good part of it, too. Yeah, that's a good part of it, and that's, that goes with any driver at Daytona. So, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I'm not a fan of his. I will say that Daytona and Talladega are the only two tracks you'll ever finish in the top ten, in my opinion. Um, I'll tell you what. I'd be a lot bigger Bubba fan if they didn't try to push it down our throats. Right. There you go. Right. To be honest, right. I would. 
Right. They are. They're 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 making him that they're trying to make him the, the face of NASCAR right now. Face of and the not gonna... the minority the, black side. Right. They're trying the to diversity. make diversity side. Yes. Right. Yeah. I would like him a lot well, more. I, I, you know, I was a big fan of the Trevor Bain win. Uh, I don't know, six seven years ago, whenever it was. And I got a lot of blowback on that because, well, you know, he got lucky. Jeff pushed him. But you know what? That kid had a good piece. He raced a clean race. Yep. And he played nice. When he when he needed to push, he pushed. He didn't try and drive through anybody. When he had the chance to to do, you know, what he did, he did it. And Jeff Gordon had enough respect for him to, to help him win. That's Jeff could have dumped him. Oh, yeah. That's the thing with you know, Trevor. He doesn't think he world owes him stuff. Bubba does. He goes, right, exactly. you, you owe me this. We, you know, no. You could have, you could have been pushing Bubba for the last fifteen laps, dumped him on the final turn, and he'd be pissed. Yeah, like he, he wouldn't have done the same thing to you know you. But all right, enough, enough <laughs> of him. We're not giving him any more. Air Just time. little, little air, like little thing. I watch his documentary. It's actually pretty good. The way Netflix did it, they need to follow someone more popular, in my opinion. Because if you don't know, NASCAR has an F1 series that follows multiple different teams, and it's actually a really good series. You see the, you see the real side of them. You don't, you don't see the what TV pervades them as. You see the swearing. You see the cussing. You see the anger. You see the inside meetings. NASCAR kind of did that with Bubba Wallace, even though they tried to do the whole diversity thing. It's not a bad show, but NASCAR should latch onto that and just do multiple drivers. You can do Bubba, but also do like, you know, Chase Elliott or go Kevin Harvey because he has, you know, get the insides because people enjoy it. I, hell, I loved it. I like the inside stuff. I don't watch F1. I'm sorry, but I watched that documentary because it's actually interesting. But they do. I have to check it. I never, I have not watched it or can't really say I've heard of it. So, yeah, the F1's got a really nice documentary series and it's obviously drama driven, but it's, and you see the raw inside meetings of them getting pissed. And when they get pissed, you, you know, NASCAR is full of that drama. If you can get a camera in for side of them and get all the swearing and cussing and get the real, oof, it'd be real good. And this is on Netflix, the <laughs> F1 series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they don't follow just one. They follow, I think, they follow Red Bull, they follow Haas, they follow McLaren, they follow all the major teams. Got it. And it's it's really good. All right, I guess we can go on to the next subject. Whatever that is. I have nothing wrote down. <laughs> I'm going to touch on this. It's probably not interesting to most, but uh, to me it kind of is because it, it's kind of in a narrative that I'm on right now. I, I don't know if you guys read my blog um, about the sponsorship and the declining dollars and, and everything to the point where NASCAR doesn't even have a title sponsor now. Yeah. They, they, had, uh, they just have three main sponsors. I think four. No. Yeah. That's all. There's really four is, of yeah. them. Well, the thing that caught my eye is the TV rights are up at the end of, 2023 no the end of this year and they start negotiations for the 2023 season and nask or uh according the 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 crux of the article is 
Fox and NBC are not wanting to dole out the huge dollars they like shouldn't. they have over over the last 10 years. And I get a big kick out of Steve. What's his name? Nope. Steve Phelps. He's he's the new he's the new Mike Helton. I didn't yeah. he wasn't aware of that. But he's a little irritated at that fact. Plus he he can't understand why ESPN basically doesn't even want to talk to him. And I just I found that they know your numbers. I, the numbers are knowledge. It's open. They know. They can see. Like they they you know they watch football and basketball and like okay your numbers are nowhere near that. Why am I gonna pay? Oh exactly. Why would I bid on that? But I just I just thought that was interesting. So look look for some controversy on that late season. I would imagine as these contracts wind down. Uh, I you know I I and I can remember back in it you know it was a while ago, but NASCAR it was on ESPN, TBS, TNN, NBC, CBS. Yep. You know they all had you know a four or five maybe six race stint and i liked it i did because you got different views from you know five or six different analysts uh you know teams of analysts or or color commentators and uh you know uh, i'll never forget tn i think it was tnt or tnn it was the one that uh kyle petty did for at first yeah, was the first what they called side by side. You would you could go, you know, they would go to the commercial, but they would keep the race in a, in a box on on one side, no breaks or something like that yeah. is what it was called. But that commercial they were the free. first ones to do that, and that and that was a big thing that year. And I'll never forget in a former life talking about it, and the other person said it was. It was very irritating, and I said, "Why? I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm still watching the race. I, you know, I know what the commercial is. I've probably already seen it 27 times, but at least I'm still able to watch the race." Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked. Go ahead. You talked about the numbers. I looked. I did, I know. I remember saying it before 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 the show. Um, this year is 500. Had an average rating of four uh, a four point seven rating with eight point eight seven million viewers on Fox, and eight point eight eight million across all platforms. Marking that was the high- Daytona, right? Daytona, right? Yeah. Marking at the highest rated and most watched edition of this race since twenty nineteen, where it was five point three rating and nine point one seven million viewers. So it's down, right? Right. It's down, but it's still the highest since that point. Yeah. This weekend will tell a lot. Yeah, because uh, they put a week- lot into the Daytona with the new car and this and that. Yeah. Right. So. I kind of want to do a segue off of your commentators. How did you think of Tony Stewart and Clint Boyer in the booth? I loved it. I did too. I really enjoyed it. They I were, loved they're, They were both doing jabs at each other. And it was fun. I don't know if you could recall. They are talking about the cardio of uh, drivers. And Clint Boyer goes, when was the last time you were in the gym? He's like, I don't know. My fat ass has never been in the gym in a long time. <laughs> Tony Stewart. So it was their, their, their chemistry was really good. I'm excited to see how Matt Kenseth does this weekend. Because he's very yeah. intelligent. 
I we probably we might have the banter. It might be smart banter. Only a few people will get it, but I really enjoyed the Tony Stewart Clint Boyer duo in the booth. Yeah, I I, I think Clint Boyer's gonna be a little bored with Matt Kenseth in the booth, but <laughs> hey, we'll see. He might bring it out of him. I don't know. Yeah. He better get ready to take so. Then we get get the pleasure of watching Danica. At I heard, yeah, yeah, Dan. They're trying, yeah, yeah Danica. So that, oh, that'll bring views. But even though they yeah. both her, you know, her be a voice. So we'll see. I also certain that, and I thought that was interesting that they're yeah. they're trying to bring Danica back. And who knows? I think they're trying a whole bunch because it's only Clint right now. Like Clinton, I forgot the other guy's name, but Chris Myers. Is it Chris? I don't know. I don't. I know. don't know, but I just know usually there's three of them in there, and there's only two right now, so they're trying out. I think Tony, but he's got other things to worry about. So I thought Tony. it was cool. Speaking of Tony, SRX series announced. Yep. I'm happy to see Ryan Newman actually have a ride in that series. Yep. That that was a good a good thing, you know, having Ryan seeing Ryan back in a race car in any series with Greg Biffle. With Greg yep. Biffle. Yeah, that's it's gonna be a cool series to watch. I've been trying every time I see it, I don't have time to repost it, but I've I've seen the schedule, and I want to post it over to the Facebook page because I I do want to catch. And they're gonna be on CBS, correct? CBS or NBC? Oh, I don't. I do know they have a deal. I can look real quick. You guys sure. can continue if you wanna. Um. But anyway, uh. Yes, it's CBS. Okay. Sure. Starting, I think, July 17th. Is it that? Okay. Nashville. That's, I think that's going to be fun to watch. That, yeah. that You got a lot of... A lot of talent there. Those are actual race cars. Those don't, you know, those... They're fun to watch. I watched it last year. I know it was the first year, so... I know they have... It reminds me of the old IROC. Uh, where all the cars are exactly the same, but is this the one where they draw numbers and or do they have their own cars? They have their own cars. They're already labeled, but they're all identical. Okay. I don't know what's underneath. I don't know what frames. I don't know what motors. I don't know what trannies. I just know they're all identical. Ray Abraham's involved in it. If you didn't know, like it's, it's this is oh, all yeah. this is all this is all Tony Stewart's obviously you know brainchild, but he has Ray Abraham. You know <laughs> that guy is a genius in his own right. Yeah, he is. He is a, a genius. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he trained Chad Knauss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Knauss went to Gordon. I always, I always crack up every time someone calls Chad Knauss the biggest or best cheater in the world. I'm like, where the hell do you think he learned it? Yeah. The only thing, the only thing Evernham didn't teach him is how to not get caught. Yeah. But by the time. Mouse was in there, they were a lot more strict on how they find stuff. Which you can kind of segue that into this week with a bunch of failures in the cars. Right. What was it? Every Toyota and every Ford uh passed at least two ins or failed at least two inspections. And I guess the penalty for that is they lose pit selection. They're still able to qualify and hold their position, but they don't get um to pick their pits. I don't know how that's going to work, whether they draw straws or... But Kurt Busch is the only one 
that failed three times and he doesn't get to qualify. Yeah. And then and he obviously is going to start at the back and then he must perform a pass through penalty after the green flag falls. Yeah. So, I was trying to find the list, but everything I will go with that is this Kurt Bush. Kurt Bush. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, uh, it was like there was a bunch of them, but again, it's not. They lo they lost a okay failing a member. If failing twice were the cards of Kevin Harvick, which he just crashed. Brad Keselowski, he didn't. Uh, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, and B.J. McLeod on top of Kurt Busch. I thought uh, Keselowski and... This is what I'm reading off the NBC Sports website. It's Bush's car was the only vehicle to fail inspection three times. Six cars failed twice. Each of those team members re each had crew members ejected and lost pit stall selection for Sunday's race. No, that was Kevin Harvick, Ke Brian Ke Brad Keselowski, R Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Bubba Wallace, and BJ McLeod. So both 2311 uh, got screwed. Well, not screwed, but caught, I should say, whatever they did. Yeah, that's what I want to know is what did they do? Um, or not do. Right. But what they try is what they did. What they they're pushing yeah. the Toyota, they're pushing Joe Gibbs ideas or whatever they let's put them on the twenty three eleven, see if we get away with it. <laughs> you know, type of thing. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> Didn't too work well. out. No, so so it was only it was seven and cars. Second week in a row of controversy for Keselowski. But he but didn't get I'm in trouble for those. Yeah, but like I said, the point is, is they don't lose their qualifying attempts and they still get to make pit selection, um, which is a little more important at Auto Club than it is at uh, Daytona. Uh, it's like sometimes I even wonder why you go through qualifying at Daytona because I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter where you start at Daytona. No. It's how well you draft. No, yeah. And, and when you make your moves and... I mean, it is what it is. Right. Um, let's see what else we got here, guys. There's um, there's quite a bit. I I know I post a lot through I can on the on the Facebook page. Um, I guess uh, we can do like. It, a, go ahead. It was interesting that NASCAR didn't didn't penalize. Uh, Rock Fenway Rouse Kalowski racing for the for the rim modification to the rims. In fact, they're enhancing the same modifications from what I understand to the rest of the rims in the in the series. Well, uh Roush Fenway, Keselowski, and Penske both got called for the same thing. However, I saw an article where they're saying that what they did was supposedly a safety enhancement thing, and NASCAR is actually yeah. investigating yeah. that. They're In, not. Do you know what it was? Common. No. It was the whole. It, they made it bigger for the single lug or something like that. I heard they made it bigger than normal, so it has. So it's not just a tight fit. It's actually. I don't know. It's something like that. I think what at least what what Roush did. Is well, they, they're, they're not getting penalized for yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was a safety thing, and I think NASCAR kind of saw it their way. Yeah. And the thing is, though, it, I think what I read, too, is Roush, whatever, they contacted NASCAR about it, and they said no. And they said, screw it, we're going to do it anyways. And here's the result. They're gonna, okay, so you're not going to allow us, we'll just show you in a non-points race. Yeah, they and they did it, and... um. 
Well, see, I mean, if it's a safety thing and, and they can, the Fords can prove to them that, you know, hey, this is a better way to do it, NASCAR may say, okay, fine. Um, but if NASCAR says, no, that's uh, unauthorized modification of a part, they better drop the hammer on them, boys. Yeah, yeah. They better. Well, I think NASCAR's already pretty much said there's not going to be a penalty for it. Yeah, they, they already said there's no penalty for that. I don't know if they're going to allow them to do it on their cars now or maybe going forward they'll implement or do whatever, do, do the same thing to those wheels because, you know, they, you know they're, they're manufactured and they're just handed out. So... We'll see how it goes, but yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't get penalized. I know they was confiscated, and Bubba, Bubba, even. Did you see his tweet? And not to mention him again, but he, after the race, you know, uh, Austin, Austin Cendric won. He goes, "Oh, weren't they using illegal wheels, trying to steal the win?" The only way he's gonna get it. Yeah. Did you guys? I'm, I don't know if you watched the Xfinity race or not, but did you see that Matt Snyder, number 31? Yes. Holy shit. Oh, how the that car. That incredible. Yep. Yes, it was. There was. It, it, well, when you're going that fast, it's happened multiple times. Not like that, but when you hit a was fence. Was that the car that planted parts in uh, Michael J Jordan's bus? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and they had parts all over the place, but when you hit a fence going that fast, it's a cheese grater, and it showed you. Oh yeah, that and oh, yeah. if you watch slow enough, when it hit, the motor was gone, and luckily the motor went in the infield. But yeah, that was that was a very for one scary but fascinating crash. I guess is the best way to put it. It was scary, he went for a ride, and he's good to go. He went and qualified. He's not hurt, so yeah. That was yeah. That was a holy shit moment. It was uh, another little fun fact that I didn't realize is this was the first time that Denny Hamlin crashed out of the Daytona 500. What exactly happened? I don't. I know he was mad. Oh, it was uh the Harrison Burton crash. Yeah, he was mad. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. when Harrison went over, Kyle Busch got caught up in that one too. But that was I didn't I I didn't think there was any active driver that hasn't crashed at some time in the Daytona 500. He's usually he's pretty good at getting in the right position at the right time, and I think that asshole I had him picked in my fantasy too. Oh, I did too, and then I had Harrison Burton in the garage. So he stayed. <laughs> I guess we can touch on that. Uh, our league, I guess. Frank's number one right now. Then you, then me. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even look, to be honest with you. And you didn't even have a garage pick. What the fuck? <laughs> I was going to say, you had nobody in the garage and you still won the damn thing. Yeah. Just remember on that league, you can only use the ten times a driver a ten times. Yeah. You can't you can't make a lineup and keep it. Yeah, you can. You, well, you could for ten races. It keeps yep. him. I already updated but for this week. Once you use a driver so. ten times, you're done with him. I think till the playoffs. That's a good question. So so you gotta first. you gotta switch him up. You can't use like yeah. Kyle Larson every fucking week. You know. Nope. You gotta switch him up. I guess I'll get on tonight at work and, and see see what the what it looks like. Now it's this is different than last year. Because last year, 
they had it. I don't know if they had it to where what manufacturer you think is going to win, and then who's going to win the poll. Like they had more into it, and then instead of what just the lineup, and then they added the the head versus the head on the head on head stuff. Yeah, that that's new. Heads. Yeah, the head the heads. What do you, who do you think is going to finish better? That that's something they added this year that replaced what manufacturer. I think they did before the year before the stages. Who do you think is going to win each stage? And then the qualifying, and then the race, and the manufacturer. But they got rid of all that, I think. Well, they did, but... Well, I think they got rid of the qualifying because they couldn't qualify the last year. Yeah, I was going to say, the last two years, they haven't been able to qualify. It's nice to see them... I wish they... I hope they stay with it, too, because I don't care, even though a lot of people are like, what are you watching? It's still nice to see you do it i don't like right. how short the practices are though no they need that they need at least what the last time last well previously it was like what two practices you had the you know like thursday or friday practice and then saturday two hour, was it two hour long practices i think it was yeah, yeah two one hour long ones yeah and now they're like 30 minutes like what the hell are you gonna get from 30 minutes exactly you can't okay and this problem let's go change it try again you can only do that once maybe they don't have enough time to do anything. You're just going to see how good or bad your car is, and then, okay, well, let's try this. And that's about it. I still it. long for the days when they did two-day qualifying. That's what, Qualified the top 20 on, on uh, Friday and then did the rest of the field on Saturday. They're doing something and, and different I, here for qualifying. I don't know what's going on. This is round one, group B. Oh, it's, it's – uh, I think they take the top 10 for the poll. You got two groups. So the top ten from each go for the poll. I believe so. Okay, cause I, it's I, I haven't. Could be. I don't know what's going on. I just, I'm wrong. like, what? I'm like, what's going I on? I think the way I understand it is everyone qualifies, then the top ten of that of everyone go again for the poll. Is that what? How yeah, I understood they're, they're, it? from each group, top ten from each group is gonna go again for one no, last try. I believe it's the top. Top five. five yeah. They're, oh yeah, it is the line. Yeah. Okay, I see it. Is it? So yeah. So is it? How many groups are there? Only two groups? Yeah. I think it's group A. Just A and B. Okay. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I covered the... I did want to, again... Are they doing, are, are, I'm, I'm, are they doing single car qualifying yes. in California? Or they, yes. Okay. Yeah. They're going back to that. They're no longer the, the heat qualifying. Like they did Good. years past. And, and back to what I was saying, the reason why I love that two-day qualifying is because Friday night, the cars, and I saw this, I don't know how many times with a Dale Earnhardt or somebody, of you know, back in the day where they went out on, on Friday night and just sucked. They, mm -hmm. they couldn't do nothing. They'd come back on Saturday, qualify and be faster than the pole from the day before, but they would be in position 21. And it always made the start of the race. You didn't necessarily have the fastest car on on the pole position. He could have been twenties. And with a guy like Dale Earnhardt, you better get out of the way, you know. And there was a you know Davy Allison and and a uh, Cale Yarbrough. I, I saw it with a lot of them where they those guys that because they had Friday night to go back in and work on their cars and get them better. Now half the time they impound the cars after qualifying. They can't even touch them. Yep. But to me, it just made for much more interesting racing. 
I saw a picture, I know it's really nothing to do with it, where uh, it was in Dale Hunt Earnhardt's uh, Wrangler 3 car where he, while driving, I don't know what track, he got out of the car while driving and cleaned off the windshield. Imagine that nowadays. Well, remember Sterling Marlin at Daytona got, got out, out and pulled his fender out? Yeah. Getting a red flag? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to do that again. <clears throat> no. That was that was hilarious when Sterling Marlin did that. Yeah. They're like, what is he doing? You could have did it more sneakily, Don't. but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> How do you sneakily get out of a car on the... I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, no. So... What are you guys thinking for this weekend? Who you who you picking? As far as the winner, I don't care. I don't want to see a top ten, but just the winner. Who you think is going to win it? Oh man, I really. It's so it's so hard because you can't go off years past because it's a new car, new everything. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be Alex Bowman because he's so good at this track." I'm like, "It's dad. That's on the old car, you know." So is you know right. everybody's. I've seen some stuff online. They're saying Brad or Kyle Larson and stuff, and I really don't. I don't know. I really. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw a Carl like you said, Carl Larson's a favorite somehow. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how, but I, you know, if I'm going to pick, I tell you what, I'll go. I'll go and say it's going to be a Ford. I think Fords are good at. I don't know. They're all good, but they were really good at Daytona. I saw that in the duels. I was like, that's a problem. <laughs> They're all going to, you know, manufacture up and you ain't going to be nothing with them. Now, Fontana is going to be different. Right. Um, I don't, I don't know. I kind of want to, I want to say Kyle Larson, but like, that's just like the, you know, fa- like the favorite, but I don't know what I want to say on the inside. Now I might have to change my picks up because I actually changed my picks and I put Kevin Harvick in it. You know, he just freaking crashed. I'm gonna actually gonna say Kyle Busch. For, he's got the best stats. I'm gonna say Kyle Busch. He's he's That's actually I was gonna. He's got practice. He's got qualifying. He's you know he's gonna get that information to his team. I think it's gonna be Kyle Busch. That's my guess. I think he's gonna do well. His, his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Of his last um, eight starts, he's had only one finish out of the top ten. And that was in 2016, uh, where he finished 25th. Other than that, from 11, 2011 on forward, he, he finished third, second, one in 13, one in 14, Oh, 15? Okay, I was like, why didn't he race in 25th? That's because he broke, broke his, his leg, leg. In, Dayton- yeah. in Daytona. Mm-hmm. In 2016, he was 25th. 2017, he was 8th. 18, he was 3rd. And 19, he was he won. He was He's the last winner from this track. Um, another one that has had extremely good numbers, uh... From 2013 on is Joey Logano. He finished third in 2013, 39th in 2014. Then he finished seventh, fourth, fifth, fifth, two. He's my pick. 
Joey Logano? Yep. He's getting nothing but better. I think it's going to come down to the Joey Kyle and Kyle show, to be honest. And you can't not look at Ryan Blaney. Yeah, Ryan, yeah I was going to say Ryan Blaney is a good, solid pick. His last three races have been ninth, eighth, and fifth. His first race there in 2016 was 35. So th- those are going to be my four strong men. Um, but I yeah. am going with – I. And I don't like it, but I am and going with. If you look at Ryan, he's actually probably in a better car now than he was then. Yeah. So he's got this. And William Byron, for all his hoopla, he's only raced there twice, and he's finished 15th both times. So not been impressed with that. Um, Alex Bowman, he's raced there four times, and his best finish is 13th, but he has t- the other three are over outside of the top 20. So who knows? You know, Austin Sidrick, no one saw that on their radar for last week. No, not at all. Like I said, I think this year is going to be a lot of surprise. I won't say winners, but finishes from people because right. the cars are different. You know, whoever adapts better as a team and driver. Well, I'll tell you, in this league, that's what I like about it is you can put that dark horse in the garage. Yeah. Because right. mm-hmm. um, I, you know, pick pick somebody off the wall for that. Um, I've always had a problem picking people by their average finish at a track because sometimes the finish doesn't always say how they actually ran. No. You know, you're running top five, five laps to go to California, you catch a flat tire, you're going to finish 15th. You do get points in in this league for stage wins and stuff like that too. I don't think positions, but stage wins you get points. So that's another thing to keep an uh, eye on when you're picking. Okay. I'll probably pick mine tonight after qualifying's over. Just yeah. and I want to um, see where the penalties settle out and and who because after this is when they're gonna talk about uh, who has to go to the back. I would say. Even though Kurt Busch, uh, I don't think I would pick him right now. He's he's not had good. Whew, his last four races have been well sixth and nineteen, but fourteen, twenty four, and thirty. So he's he's not been stellar. But what from fifteen on, he's he's been in about four different cars. Yeah. So, you know. Especially this year's a Toyota and new car. Yeah. Although he was with Stuart Haas for a couple of those years, so. Keselowski, like I said, I. He. I'm just, I'm not sold on him right now. I think he's, he's got too many hats on. He's trying to impress uh, us at a race. He's trying to prove that Roush is good and the stuff we got's good. And it is. Yeah, it is. He proved right. that in the duels. He's just, he wrecked a lot of cars trying to push his way up to the front. Yeah. He did. Um, okay, that's out of the way. I saw an article. I want to know what you guys think about this. And, and they're basing it on the theory because of the Coliseum had such good participation and the fact that Fontana, it needs replaced. It absolutely, that track is wore out. It's yeah. one of the most wore out tracks on the circuit. 
now that Atlanta's been rebuilt again. Mm-hmm. They're talking Ooh. about possibly making it a short track. Montana? I saw something about that. Yeah, I saw something about that. I don't know. I think it would be... if There's way too many cookie-cutter tracks like that. That's my argument last week. If you're going to race in, out there, like the Coliseum, make you a short track. If you need to rebuild California, make it a short track. Why not? I'm, I agree. The West Coast, West Coast Bristol. Why not? I, I agree. Um, yeah. I haven't heard that, but I agree. It would be nice. Well, kind of, and that's always been a boring race anyway. Like I said, Fontana, mm-hmm. this, this is a cookie-cutter track. Right. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that one of the tracks where the leader can, leader can get like a six-second six, six lead over second place? Yeah, it's one of those. You know? It's, it's kind of like Texas and, and Atlanta and, and all that. In fact, that's one of the tracks Jeff Gordon was told by NASCAR to not get a lead in more than four seconds. Screw you. I'm If I'm running, I'm going. Yeah. How I feel. NASCAR told him, he admitted this in an interview not too long ago. That NASCAR told him, do not get a lead of more than four seconds at any track if you do slow down. I never heard that. No, I would tell him. Gordon actually said it in an interview. He, he admitted to it. If I was him, I was like, well, tough. I'm leading the race. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to feel tell the, the rest of them figure it out. <laughs> yeah, tough. Find me. But, Find but me for California winning. California was. Roger Penske, when he was building tracks and he owned Michigan, he wanted a track like Michigan out at California. Now, right. He's the one that actually built this. Um, I don't know that he still owns it or not. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But whoever owns it, if they're going to do something, I, I vote for the, the short track. Maybe not quite to the extent of a Bristol, but if they wanted to do something that would actually bring fans, I think that would be the way to go. Because if they just try and repave and reconfigure a little bit, they're they're not helping themselves. Yeah. I mean, they've already lost one race. Why not make it something very, very exciting, or at least the potential of being exciting? We're down to a mile bull ring? It's, Something like that. It's saying Fontana, California's autoclose video will be transformed into a half-mile short track Next season, this is this a half mile. Yeah, it's ain't half mile. That would be cool. Like I said, make it the West Coast Bristol. So we're in the very early early process, but we are, we are excited about what this ambitious project could mean to our loyal fans in the Southern. So it's so it's uh they show a picture here actually of what the track is to the what. It's, it's gonna gonna be so it's gonna be interesting if they actually do that so how long would that take will they be out two years making it a year no look what they 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 could have it done by this time next next year yeah easy auto club's been going since 97 uh yeah so they they're saying next year It'll be a half mile. It looks like it's a lot longer than Bristol. More like a Richmond? More like a Martinsville, almost. Oh, that's what I meant. It's a lot longer, but it just shows a top picture. It doesn't say, like, what the banks can be, if it's going to be, like, Bristol or not, but it looks it looks like a paperclip. They're using the front stretch, the front um, 
front stretch as the one of the turns and the rest will be uh look like the pit road's gonna be the other one and then this turns at least what this picture looks like hey i just looked it up real quick so if that's actually true yeah construction is not expected to affect its 2021 race schedule so it'll be Sometime this year, probably after this race or whatever obligation they got, they're going to probably start doing it. They can build the track and then worry about the rest of the racetrack after that, right. you know, the old stuff. You know, wow. I just, I just pulled it up, too. Are You're you, right. It does look kind of like a, a Martinsville yeah. or a Richmond. Hey, guys. I need to step away so I get ready for work. All right, we can end it right here. I think we've covered everything we need to. Um, like I said, if anybody's watching this, feel free to join our, our fantasy league. Have you got a link up for that yet? No, Brian? I just posted it to the Facebook page. I can put it in in uh, <clears throat> okay. the YouTube thing. Like I said, I still need to get the Facebook updated in the overlay. We need to make a Twitter um, okay. I th I think how well, Facebook works. If you have over a thousand people in the group, you can actually make a link instead of being just a random bunch of numbers. You can make it a link. So okay. we just got to build it to that. Um, but yeah, no, we need to get more. Well, not need, but it'd be nice to have more people in the fantasy. Um, I think it's. I'm surprised we haven't got a couple jump in just because I used to do that. Look around for cool looking names on fantasy yeah. leagues and jump in on them, but it's a. Uh, Burn It Down Podcast is what it's, what the league's called. Yeah. You can look it up that way. Um, NASCAR is official. It's one. You can make your own league, so we made our own. We're all three in it. Um, Go that way. If not, I'll probably put a link in the description. It'll be in the Discord. Go from there. Okay. So my pick was Kyle Busch. Yours is Joey Logano. I don't know what Frank, he didn't pick, did you? I'm going to go I'm gonna go with um Kyle Larson. I really? wanted to, You're I, not gonna go with bad Brad. <laughs> I wanted to go Kyle, but well, I'll save him for the end of the year. He usually picks it up near the end of the year. Let him get used to this car. I think, he's, I think Kyle's and Brad are both gonna be top ten, but I just yeah, I agree. It's gonna be interesting to pick. Other than Hamlin that, usually does good at these. So, all right, guys, we can end it there. That's fine by me. Let's let's do it. We'll get hopefully another next week. Yep. Let me get the music going and. Mm -hmm.